Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. Whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, all the same, it is greatly appreciated and thank you for your constant, constant support. Before we do crack on and go any further, I just want to apologise in advance if this audio isn't as good and crisp as what it usually is. I stated on the last podcast that my microphone was playing up, it has now since passed on and I'm waiting for a new one. So in the meantime, just using a trusty voice recorder, but I will do my best to make this as clear and as crisp as it usually is but with all that said let's move into this latest episode and the latest film review talking about evil dead rise which is so good to have a new installment at the big screen again it's finally back creating a huge huge buzz and it's the first release since the 2013 reboot slash remake from uh, i believe it was uh, is it fede alvarez um which i was quite a fan of like i did really like the 2013 reboot remake i i think that it just had everything. It's got, again, some imagery in there that I was like, Jesus, wept. But very, very good kind of like new take on Evil Dead. And this one, Evil Dead Rise, it's the fifth entry in this beloved franchise that obviously was started by the master himself that is Sam Raimi, which, side note, I should really look into reviewing more of Raimi's films. Uh, it will happen, of course, but yeah, big fan of Sam Raimi. But anyways, here we are in 2023 with this latest edition, Evil Dead Rise, which is directed and written by Lee Cronin. And good heavens... Was this certainly an experience in the cinemas, you know? I've mentioned before that I'm quite picky when it comes to horror these days. Like, I have my go-tos, such as, like, anything Saw-related or or any new interesting ideas and concepts within the genre, you know? Like, take Barbarian, for example. Like, really enjoyed that. But horror isn't exactly one that I'm in a rush to see. And even though I do love the original Evil Dead as to the films that followed... I was still very, very nervous about watching this latest instalment because it looked genuinely horrifying from the trailer. Not horrifying as in, like, jump scares or anything like that, but just, like I stated a moment or two ago, the imagery. Like, I was really concerned as to what was going to unfold within this story. Like, as I've stated, the 2013 release had some gnarly imagery that still to this day I can see crystal clear in my little mind palace. And then Lee Cronin and co., have gone again and added to that nightmare fuel as Evil Dead Rises has a very good amount of haunting imagery. But not in a, like, you've taken it too far kind of way. Like, it, it, it's really great. Like, I have to say hats off to Lee Cronin with this take on the Evil Dead saga. It's new, it's refreshing, but at the same time, it certainly fits and feels like an Evil Dead film without giving in to fan service or, or retreading old or familiar ground. This is a very, very good horror movie. Just make sure that you don't eat too much before or whilst you're watching it. That's all I'll say on that one. But before we do dive any further into this episode, of course, the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts fixed from, it will be there. Jump onto the socials as well. Search Joe Blogs About Films into Apple, Spotify and Google. Give us a like and a follow. That too would be awesome. Mainly though, just hit notification, hit like on wherever it is that you are streaming this from and leave us a review if you could. That too would be very much, very much appreciated. So, Evil Dead Rise, a reunion between sisters Beth and Ellie is interrupted by an earthquake in Los Angeles, which uncovers a mysterious book in the depths of their apartment building. Little do they know, it'll unleash an evil force that wants to carve their family apart, quite literally. First things first, the performances in this movie are pretty top-notch. Like, it's tricky with horror, because at times performances can come across quite cheesy, or, like, you know, like, just... Some films with the genre are, me- are meant to be campy, I get that, and, and Evil Dead has touched upon that before, but modern horror, 
usually i do i do think they try to stick to that serious tone um and i think this release is a great mix to be honest with you i think that it's got some really tight and believable performances from all its cast members none more so than Alyssa sutherland who is absolutely fantastic as ellie like she's the first to be possessed and consumed by the deadites and pretty much remains evil throughout the film following her possession she absolutely kills it and pun is intended there that the switch up going in from a, a caring mother to full-on trying to kill everyone in this flat is just crazy to watch but really really excellent like we get the foundations and setup of this you know broken or fractured relationship to an extent between her and her sister beth played by lily sullivan who again is really great as like the protagonist of the story and just when things seem to be going well and the two are reconnecting all hell breaks loose like it is great to see sullivan play beth as this kind of no responsibilities, always on the road, guitar tech, who over the course of this 90 minutes flick has to grow and take responsibility to protect the young kids, in particular the little girl in this called Cassie, and and, and a quick shout as well to the young actress uh, Nell Fisher, as she was really strong in this film, unbelievable as like a, a young kid being pulled from pillar to post and not quite understanding at first what's going on and why her mum suddenly wants to rip everyone apart, you know. But Sullivan's Beth just keeps growing throughout. And by the end, she is a force to be reckoned with. Like, there is no escaping this nightmare, not without getting a little bloody herself. And once that chainsaw comes out that, that the character Beth has towards the end, which, again, obviously, as an Evil Dead fan and, and many also, I was so happy to see. You can't have an Evil Dead film without a chainsaw. Come on now. It's certainly like with that, you know, had they had a lot of fun and showcases just how far this character has come to now pretty much being a parent herself, protecting a young child. And whilst I'm talking about the family, I appreciate I'm flicking from, from different characters there. I did think it was really cool to see this kind of alternate family that aren't your typical, oh, everything's so lovely and we're the best kind of family that are so bright and vibrant and have picnics and making memories. Like, no, this is an alternative family. And as I stated, like we have a tattoo artist mum, an activist teenage daughter and an aspiring DJ teenage son and a very quirky young daughter Cassie cutting off dolls heads and sticking them onto staffs aptly calling them Stephanie I loved it I thought it was really really nice to kind of have that 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 dynamic and that decision that creative decision anyways to have that family in this manner and it works and fits super well you know with this Evil Dead film because it's all set within the rundown block of flats I mean I'll come to the setup and the backdrop in a second but just the lighting and the mood of the film is perfect and elevated it's the horror sequences with like just just little things like the use of dim lights obviously with the power going out and they've got candles lit or even like the gas hob which you've seen from the trailer there's the, the, there's a lot of eggs being thrown into a pan basically but just back to sutherland's performance obviously speaking of eggs breaking into um into pans as she's throwing them but yeah back to her performance just for a brief spell she is incredibly menacing with her facial features and has a lot of of like fun toying with the family members you know like you get with any evil dead those expletives and curses at, at people the characters just to kind of gain a reaction from them this and that but the sequence with her in the bathroom that you've seen from the trailer you know mommy's with the maggots now like that is just the start or rather the tipping point for the horror that ensues as she full-on embodies this evil entity as it takes over her human form the sequence is well involving like the peephole again that you've seen from still images or clips and stuff online so intense and again really effective like having the camera 
have that fisheye effect, just staying stationary, looking through the people as the blood and killings all unfold outside. Honestly, really effective. I just love watching like the, the, the character, obviously Sutherland's character, kind of like walking out of frame and coming back. And obviously, there's a person like running and a fleeing for their lives or getting thrown or you know blood everywhere kind of thing. I thought that they were they were really 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 great, and that brings me nicely to how this film was shot as there were so many nods to Raimi's style and direction obviously Lee Cronin respects the creator and he clearly wanted to have that within this new film and hats off to him because he's absolutely nailed some of these shots there's those familiar shots where the camera starts on like a tilt or a slight angle and then starts to track round back to a level position that's all in there that's classic Raimi you've got the uh, the in and out of focus close-up shots of a character like they'll be to the right of the screen and they'll be really up close to your personal space and then just outside like a little bit out of focus further back will be other characters in the frame and of course then you have the wonderful tracking and lighting fast zoom in shot that Raimi uses especially for the for the spirit and the entity as it comes to possess its victim honestly all of those were massive ticks that really impressed me with this style and filmmaking you know as I mentioned earlier it's keeping within the Evil Dead world and feel, but also changing things up a tad. Because this isn't your standard Evil Dead movie at all. For starters, as we've seen in the trailers and the promo and stuff, is that the film isn't set in a cabin. We're now in a block of flats. Not that a cabin isn't involved, because it is, but they incorporate it nicely just to remind people at the start, hey, you're watching an Evil Dead film. Also, a very, very quick shout while I'm talking about the start of the film to the opening credits and title card. I was saying a few weeks back that the film Air probably had the best opening of the year so far for me well evil dead rise is now up there as one of the best as well like i was smiling and nodding like trust me it is very good when it reveals the title card the film title very very good i've seen it kind of knocking about as well online people sharing it and such and also kind of praising just how good it actually was but yes very very good but this setup of having it within a block of flats i found really really cool and just nice to have just a different setup a different backdrop there's there's this feeling all the way through of like impending doom once the earthquake happens and our protagonists are trapped with no means of escape like all the while these possessions and killings begin like they can't get out of the floor that they're on you know the lift's obviously playing havoc and the stairs are gone it's it's really really intense but this it's like it almost feels quite small in scale but there's a lot of freedom there as well like there's so much i was saying small small in scale but i do feel like they utilize the space uh, you know really really effectively again to enhance and you know up the ante when it comes to the horror but i just like i say containing it in a block of flats like they utilize every aspect of that i felt and i'll come to some more of the gore in just a tick but one of the things that really impressed me with this film was it somewhat delved a little bit into the book of the dead's origin but they they, they did it in a really clever way like without getting too much into spoils this this book has been kept in a secret vault deep down underground these flats and of course the earthquake frees up some space for it to be discovered now this is where they kind of thought outside the box with this because i always say that if you see a book made out of human flesh that has sharp teeth to one side you're not exactly in a rush to read it but what cronin decides to do is he goes hey let's have an audiobook version of it instead and incorporates like these vinyls that have got recordings on that are 
so so terrifying like the audio anything like that like i know it's a it's a it's a great nod as well to the tape recorder that ash finds in the original and it reads out the incantations allowing the spirit to run free but i love it when a horror film does something like this that allows your mind to play tricks on you as well as using your imagination just to roam free because the use of these audio recordings really helps build the tension in the film that obviously is included and i really thought that it was just a really clever way of unleashing it all unleashing the hell and havoc and spirits but speaking of the tension and suspense the film does have a nice amount not a lot because it does rely a lot on the imagery without worrying about jump scares and sure yeah it does have its moments with the jumps but it is but it wasn't what this film is about this is a straight up horror and they want you to know this they want you to come out thinking god and bennett you know like because my god some of the stuff in this movie are so gnarly that's the best word i can use for this film at times gnarly just gnarly imagery i've seen a fair few reviews saying this wasn't as bad as the 2013 film but I don't know if we were watching the same movie because I had such a hard time with some of the things that that happen and transpire in this film. Like anything that involves consuming glass or self-mutilation or any object being used in a malicious manner just makes me want to just curl up in a ball. Like there is a lot of blood. And yeah, though sometimes things are hard to watch at times, you can't help but chuckle at it afterwards thinking what on earth am i watching here like it is that's it it's like gnarly but fun do you know what i mean my only real issue with this film if i was to kind of pick out flora or whatever with it is that evil dead rise is is really great it's just it doesn't feel like anything is resolved at the end now i'm not sure if that's because they want to hopefully set up for another one than a sequel but I just wished it did have a little bit of a better ending like the the book end of the stories i think that yeah it comes round but I just felt that there wasn't a good enough resolution. Like, there is there is to an extent, but once you see it, you'll know what I mean. It's almost like, so what's next then? When you think about how the film starts, you do sit there pondering, are they going to carry on? You know what I mean? But hey, as I've just said, this was a fun and gnarly film, and in the nicest way possible, a very unpleasant time at the cinema. Like, I am extremely happy to have a have seen this film but also to see this film doing so well at the box office because it was only meant to go to streaming it was literally going to go on online or i don't know what site it was but it's nice to see that bums are getting put into seats for another slice of evil dead goodness so this for me out of 10 i'm going to give it a strong 7.5 i think it's a really great film gnarly film uh, as i've stated about four or five times but you know, it's one that I'm glad I did check out, but probably won't be in a rush to watch again, which is like a win for Lee Cronin, you know, because he has created something. I mean, he said himself he wanted to make you feel sick watching this film, and, and I didn't feel sick sick, but I was like, good heavens at times. But like, he, it's worked because now I obviously will be keeping my eyes out for Lee Cronin and more work that he does, but also he's left me with like nightmares of some of the imagery that's going to stick with me for a while. So hats off to you, Lee Cronin. You've done an excellent job with this. This is something that surely, you know, everyone involved with the original Evil Dead, Mr. Raimi, Bruce Campbell, they're going to be so proud of this. And Bruce Campbell does have a cameo uh, in this film as well. But it's, it's only an audio one, but he is, he is part of it. Anyways, all that aside, I don't, I'm not going to go into spoils. Let me know if you've seen Evil Dead Rise, what your thoughts are on Evil Dead Rise. If you're a massive fan of Evil Dead as, as, as a whole, and where you put this ranking in the rest of your Evil Dead film choices. Anyways, thank you so much, as always, for clicking on the podcast. Hopefully, when we speak, or when I waffle next time, I'll be using my new microphone. But thank you for persevering with this one. And again, thank you so much for listening. Until the next episode.
Take care.